So, we're, we're doing. Back. We're back. We're back in not black. Yeah. Let's in clothes, like the ACDC song. Right, back in black. Yeah. No, 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 that might get us. I'm wearing blue. He is, he, is that blue or is that gray? Well, this is gray, but my pants are blue. Okay. So. Your hat's your hat's black. Okay. So, my glasses <laughs> are black, so maybe we are back in black. Yeah. I guess today would be our first spotlight episode, kind of. Kind of. I mean, we did do the John Carpenter one, but that wasn't really, I was just ranking his movies. We're going to talk about two specific movies from a director right. today. The the director who brought us the movies We Can Be Heroes, <laughs> Spy Kids, Shorts, Spy Kids 2, Island of Lost Dreams, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, Spy Kids 3D Game Over, Alita Battle Angel, and Spy Kids 4D, All the Time in the World. I had to come up with another movie to put in between the Spy Kids and Alita okay. was the only other one I could think yeah. of. Uh, we're talking about Robert Rodriguez. Uh, two two movies specifically. Uh, they're in the horror genre. One of them a, a cult classic for sure, uh-huh. and then another one, in my opinion, severely underrated. Okay. Severely underrated. Like it does not get the praise it deserves, and it was actually your first time watching it, mm-hmm. which I completely forgot. Yeah. Um, we'll start out. You want to start off with the faculty? Sure. Yeah. So the faculty, nineteen ninety nine, right? Yes. Yes, with the star-studded casts. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of big names I in this movie. I just kept going, that's, that's Usher. That's, yeah. um... There's Shooter McGavin. The girl from Fast and Furious movies. The T-1000. Was, yeah. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Gene John Gray. John Stewart. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gene Gray. Uh, yeah, they just kept... It was the Shooter McGavin. You said it's Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It just kept John Stewart, yeah, just yeah. kept going and going. Just such a star-studded cast. Yeah. Everyone does fantastic in this movie, too. Yeah. Um, I believe this was Usher's acting debut. I don't know how much acting he's done, but I want to say this was his first like time on so. screen. Because I remember them making... I never saw the movie in theaters. I was a little too young when this came out. But I remember the trailer quite a bit. And I remember he was like the focus on the trailer because he was probably what was going to sell, fill seats. Because there really wasn't, I mean, okay, Josh Josh Harnett, is that his last name? Hartnett or Hartnett? Hartnett. Or something like that. Was was he, he was he a big name actor at this point yet? Or was this about the start around when he got super popular? It seemed like he only had, seemed like he only had like five years of fame. Yeah. Like, Halloween H2O. Yeah, which this movie was like made like right after H2O. Yeah. He still had the same dumb haircut. Um, so, yeah. I don't think this is too far along in his career. So. No, pretty early on. Um, I would say this movie is like a mix of like The Breakfast Club meets Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Because like... The way it introduces everyone, it's kind of like the Breakfast Club, you know. They get their own little introduction at the very beginning. Um, you get to know them or whatever, you know. You got you got, you got got your standard tropes. You got the jock. You got the bad boy. You got the book nerd. You got the goth lesbian yeah. girl. And then you got the new guy. Or yeah. the new girl, I guess. Like Josh Hartnett's kind of like Van Wilder. Yeah. Like he's still there. Yeah, he's um, the bad boy everybody yeah, likes yeah, like the cheerleader. You have like... Everyone thinks she's a lesbian, yeah. goth girl, and yeah, the captain of the football team. Yeah, all the tropes, like mm-hmm. you just said, the jock, the hot girl, all that stuff. So, and spoiler alert: 
the new girl ends up being. Actually, we have, we're not even there yet. We got to dis- discuss the plot of the movie. Oh yeah, the girl with the annoying southern accent. Yeah, the really howdy bad. Y'all. Howdy I'm y'all! From, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm from Georgia. I like peaches. I do declare. I'm yeah. innocent. You should be a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I know someone from Georgia, and he does not sound like that. Shout out Whopper Horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, the plot of the movie is it's an alien invasion. Yeah, that takes place in Ohio. Yeah, because why not? It's a small rural area right. or whatever, uh, and no one would expect it from there. Right. But the interesting fact is they're water-based aliens. Right, they're the opposite of the science aliens. Yeah, yeah, literally the complete opposite. <laughs> the science aliens, you get a drop of water and they die. die. These ones, they need like constant hydration. Wasn't that the same thing for War of the Worlds? No, what no, was... No, they got bacteria. That's what it was, that's yeah, right. They, they yeah. caught the cold. Yeah, they caught the Rona. The, the coronavirus, 1933 the, or whatever. They yeah. caught the Omicron. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Alpha variant. <laughs> Oof, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, And this movie, yeah... So, um, it's basically, so, okay, now we can go into spoilers a bit. Um, the new girl is, like, the queen alien. Basically. Yeah. You don't find that out till the end. But exactly. But, I mean, there are, hint there, there's hints throughout the movie. They suspect her. Yeah. At one point. They do a good job at showing some hints throughout the movie with her. Um, but, like, they never explain why she wants to take over. No. Which, which I kind of like, honestly. I like that. You know, it's to your own imagination. Right. Um. There is a certain part when the jock, the the, the uh, quarterback, when he gets taken over, he's explaining to the the uh, the goth girl, who ends up, I'm assuming, having a crush on him. I mean, they don't, they, it doesn't blatantly like they don't ever like say it, but they kind of hint at the two of them kind of like having a thing. Yeah. Right. And are they together at the very end of the movie? Yeah. Because I know that's how I felt. Because I know the Fast and the Furious girl gets with Frodo. Because she has a crush on him. Yeah. And they kind of reveal that over time yeah. over the movie. Yeah, they make it. And then um, she kisses him when he's going off to confront the That's coach right. because they think the coach is the queen. Yeah. After they find out the principal wasn't the queen. Yeah. Um, because we see the coach is the first one in the movie who's Mm-mm. going kind of nuts. And yeah. Well, they stomping on sprinklers. He was stomping like he, on a sprinkler. He was, he he was just sprinkler so he could get more water. Well, that but... was it. Was before he was infected. Oh, uh, okay. This he was just he was mad at the team, the football. He's so if you've ever seen the movie, not another teen movie. He's that football coach for that. Just God damn it, God damn it, get out there, God damn, you know, pissed, yeah. pissed, angry. Um, and then he's the. F- yeah, he's the first one technically to become infected. I think so. I think something happens on the football. Field. Yeah, she comes out because it's. I think it's raining, right? On the football. No, that's towards the end. Because Elijah of the movie. Wood finds the one of the things on the ground. That was before. Yeah, but that's. I think that's the which doesn't make sense because that thing goes into you. So did she spurt out multiple ones? I think so. Okay. So the coach, which is played by Robert Patrick, right? Um, T one thousand. Uh, A.K.A. White Dragon. White Dragon from um, Peacemaker, which is a fantastic show. You all should watch it. It's yeah. it's honestly worth subscribing to HBO Max to watch. It really is. It is. Um, and you should cancel your Disney Plus membership and stop watching Book of Boba Fett. Oof. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, I'm not. Especially after that last Just episode. wait for the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. That might be good. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. But if know. you watch all the Book of Boba Fett, you're going to hate yourself for watching... For you really, dude, the like Obi Wan show, I think. Yeah, 
Because you're going to be so sick of tattooing and everything. I wonder I wonder if the end of Boba Fett is going to tie into Obi-Wan so. somehow. I hope so. Possibly. Um, anyway. The Faculty, though, it, it's a great ode to, like, just old horror movies. There's yeah. so many, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, I can never get this word right. Um, it pays tribute, there we go, to so many horror movies. Right. Uh, there's a lot of John Carpenter in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's a severed head crawling around. The tentacles. severed head, the drugs test scene. Yeah. Um, Where they're like, you could all be aliens, including yeah. me, and then they one by one test each other. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's uh, even um, Prince of Darkness a little bit when like the kids, like eventually every student becomes uh, infected. And it only takes a day and a half, they said, for it to happen. Right. Well, all of them but our heroes of the story. Because the faculty gets taken over. Yeah, the, the teachers get and taken over first. And then they just first. start calling students to the office, office. And then they just grab them and yeah. infect them. And the police get infected because right. the, the, the principal infects one of the police officers. So now the police are like stopping anybody from leaving town. Yeah, and probably infecting them too. Because they're basically building an army at yeah, this point. Yeah, they're getting ready to take over the oh. world. Um, but like the Prince of Darkness reference is like... Um, so there's the, the possessed hobos in Prince of Darkness... That followed the green goo, which is Satan. <laughs> and in this one, all the town people follow the queen. Right. So that's kind of the connection I made with it. I don't know if it's true, but that's what it reminded me of anyways. But there's a lot of um, similar things. Like when the three faculty members are outside Elijah Wood's house. And they're yeah. all kind of standing at the fence. Yeah, looking at the, like, that was like, totally like the like, hobos in front of the yeah. church and stuff, definitely. Yeah, yeah I can see where those are coming from. Yeah, like um, cat people, invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Which they even Slither, refer- even? Yeah, well, Slither wasn't made yet at this oh, point. Oh, I thought it was. Slither comes out in 2006. Oh, so wow. Slither. Really? It feels like an 80s movie. No, Slither, it's just, okay. there's so much CGI in Slither. Yeah. There's no way it's an 80s movie. Okay. Um, so Slither's definitely probably took influence from this because James Gunn right. loves horror movies. So the reason why I never saw this is because Disturbing Behavior came out the same year. And that was very similar. Like, the parents were trying to get their kids to stop acting out. So they were, like, doing some kind of brainwashing thing or something. Mm-hmm. And so they were getting, like, possessed and replaced, basically, with, like... I mean, it was still the same kids, but... Yeah. As body doubles, but they didn't have, like, violent outbursts and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I thought this was the same movie. Which it's not. Right. At all. And I feel like there was another movie that was kind of similar that came out at the same time. There probably was... There probably like was. Like another Stepford, Stepford Wives kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Or, um, even like a remake of Body Snatchers or something. I don't remember. Oh, I think that was in the 80s. But Yeah, no, I think, yeah, that was, was it 80s or 70s? I think it was 70s. And I think Friday Night Lights came out about the same time, too. Yeah, that so one So there was did. like a lot of like angsty Dawson's Creek High School movies. Yeah. In the late 90s. And then Robert Rodriguez was like, well, I want to make that, but I'm putting a <laughs> twist to it. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez, man, was... He might still be able to... I haven't seen any recent movies, but judging Alita from... Alita Battle Angel is really good. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it, because he directed that, and it was produced by James Cameron. So I have a feeling... I have faith that it would be really good. I just never saw it, because the internet hated that movie. Really? The internet said it was huh. terrible. Okay. But I, <clears throat> I don't know. I just... And we just found out... Um, Robert Rodriguez made a movie about seven years ago called 100 Years. Yeah. But it's not going to be released until 2115. Yeah. 100 years after it was made, which is why it's called 100 Years. So that's kind of weird. Very weird. But 
kind of cool, but I mean, we'll never I see it. I would be surprised if you think they'll release it before. When he passes, they'll be like, screw it, here it is. Yeah, probably. It, one of his heirs or something will be like, I want to make a buck. So here's this movie my dad or my uncle. That is true. Wanted to wait till 2115, but we're just going to release it now. So Good point, good point. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the faculty is so like... And it's kind of cool, too, because, like, none of these kids, like, were friends or anything like that. But because right. of the situation, they all joined for Well, Elijah Wood loves the cheerleader, like, is obsessed with her. He's got photos of her in his room. Right. He's, like, taking creeper pictures of her because he's a photographer. Right. You he's know. Peter Parker. He's yeah. a nerd that yeah. 100%, yeah. pictures. He's 100% Peter Parker. Yeah. He's more Peter Parker than Tom Holland was. Well, I, get, is... I keep saying I get um, Elijah Wood and... Uh, Tobey Maguire mixed up. So for a minute there, I thought this was like a weird <laughs> Spider-Man prequel or something. <laughs> nah. Nope. And this was right before he did Lord of the Rings. I want to say yeah. he probably filmed this and then went to go do Lord of the Rings. Because yeah. they filmed all three of those at the same time. But this movie's good because, um, like, I thought if there was something in the water at the school. Mm-hmm. Like the coach kept drinking out of the yeah. water um, fountain thing. And they kept pointing that out. Mm-hmm. And then um, they kept showing, like, Elijah Wood drinking out of a, a juice box. True. And then one of the teachers was drinking, like, whiskey and coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a couple other people that weren't drinking the water, like they are drinking milk or whatever. So they weren't turning right away. So I thought there was something in the water. But they were just showing that these aliens need lots of water. Mm-hmm. And so the ones drinking water all the time were the ones that were infected. Yeah. Um, and the, you, you even see it throughout the... the um... The movie, it starts off with just the little fountain or the, the thing in the, the office. Right. And then, I mean, there's still just one, but you see the water truck coming and there's just all the bottles in the faculty room. Yeah, they Then become, there's the shelf of bottled water, yeah. too. They become Colligan's, like, number one customer. Yeah. There's there every day yeah. the truck um, stuff. There was a, it was a specific brand for the water bottles, which was the same company that owns the juice, so that was product placement. Okay. Uh, but, but still, you know, it was still... Um, just seeing all the water everywhere. Um, and then all the students, when they all get infected, there's these long lines for the water fountain, the drinking oh, fountains right. and stuff. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then Elijah Wood's actually the first one to like be like, they're aliens. And everyone didn't believe them. And um, they, so they're all, they all Not go. The, I thought the goth girl was the first one to say it. Or... Maybe. So well, I, or she, she brought up, like, people are acting weird, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then I think he's the one who put it together because he was the one who found the little thing, the, the, the alien, whatever, that's right. larva or whatever you want to call it, the thing that infects you. The Pokemon. Yeah, and they show they show uh, John Metapod. Stewart it, yeah, who's yeah. the sci- scientist teacher, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm going to take this to... I can't remember. I was getting Gremlins vibes, like bring bringing a Mogwai to the right. high school science yeah. teacher because he's the authority on EXO. Yeah. Well, it's true. They put it in the water yeah. and it, it made another one. Yeah. It duplicated. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah because it's when they get water on them, that's when they multiply. And if they right. eat after midnight, that's when they turn into Gremlins. Right. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, Josh Hartnett character... The Van Wilder of the yeah. show. Because he's a second-year senior. Second-year senior. He's selling senior, drugs. He's, he's selling, selling porn. Yeah. He's selling well, not even porn. He's selling, like, R-rated movies with nude scenes in Yeah, him. that. And he's like selling, like, X-lax to students <laughs> yeah. and condoms. And con- yeah. 
Um, it must have been a 90s thing. Yeah, he's, so he's selling this drug that he made. And they called it Scat. Yeah. Which is not a great name. It looks like it's in, like, ballpoint pin houses. Yeah, it's 100% in a ballpoint pin. Okay. I think that's to, like, just in case a teacher sees right, it, they think, oh, that's a pin. Yeah. In my backpack, yeah. But it, we find out it's mostly caffeine. Caffeine and other household aspirin items. And, he like, said, yeah, like aspirin. Whatever, and um, baking powder or something. something. Um, I'm assuming there's got to be salt in there because I think that's... Well, it's because caffeine's a diuretic. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so right. So taking that much caffeine at once um, basically kills these things. Yeah. So ca- the, the drug, so so they go back to the, the science lab because they want to look at the things again, but they're gone, the larva. Yeah. And then John Stewart shows up and he's all like, oh, what are you guys doing? And then Big Mouth is all like, oh, um, Elijah Wood here. I can't remember the character's name. Um, Casey, I think, right? And anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, he thinks you're all aliens, and then John Stewart like instantly gets like red alert and like goes and closes the curtain and is all like, "Oh, really?" Casey Connors, okay. not Peter Parker. No, Casey, it's Casey Connor. Connor. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> dude, he's hands down Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, and they're all like, "Oh, well, you know that that's funny or whatever." And um, then. Uh, Josh Harnett's character tries to leave, and then he gets clotheslined by. Um, and the teacher's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh crap!" The teacher's like, oh, gonna fight us. All yeah. right. <laughs> and so then Josh breaks off the paper cutter arm. Yeah, as a weapon, he cuts and, some of his fingers off. Yeah, and well, I remember that too because they use that scene in the trailer. Okay. Like it's so funny. I can remember the trailer so well. Huh. Um, but then I never saw the movie till way later on. Uh. And yeah, he cuts fingers off, and then it's kind of like more like the thing with the blood. That they're alive and they're right. running around Start or whatever. Around. Yeah. yeah, and um, he's got tentacle stuff, kind of like when the dog and the thing. Yeah, like yeah, the, the, the little, the little, yeah, the little, uh, the little red things that spit out of the the yeah. the, the larva things um, are coming out. I wonder if that's for like repair, maybe. I think so. Like yeah, to attach to something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he gets on top of Josh. Because he's about to infect him, he actually ends up spitting one of the things out to infect him, but he dodges it or whatever. Right. And then he takes his the drug scat, thing, scat, scat, and stabs him. In the I eye. think, yeah. Does he stab him once before the eye, or does he just stab I don't think him? So. I think oh, because they the were eye. getting ready to stab him again, but then he was like convulsing and spitting out Alka Seltzer and all that stuff. Yeah, all his white goo coming. Yeah, out yeah. Like so they realize, oh, that kills him, and so they're like, well, we need to get out of here. The Stuff is another horror movie. This The Stuff, yeah, yeah. That's like a uh, marshmallow, marshmallow stuff type that stuff the that everybody starts eating. But it takes you, takes takes you, you over. over, yeah, and you all become like one, right? It's right. like you're like a great hive mind or whatever. But when you kill yeah, them, they have like, like white stuff come out. Yeah. So that, that kind of reminds me of this too. So. And so they realize, oh, we got to get out of here. Um, and so they're they're acting as normal as they can, but the whole school knows. Because like, the whole school at this point, everyone's a part of... The queen or whatever, like yeah, everyone's infected at this it, point, or at least almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if not everybody, like ninety percent of them. Yeah, and they're all slowly sta- turning and staring at him as they're walking by, and they know. But I, the only reason I think they didn't go for him is because the queen's with them, the Georgia girl. Oh, okay. And I think she's telling them to back off, like don't. Yeah, I think you know, so. I think you're right. That's the only reason why I could see. But then again. That doesn't make sense for why John Stewart attacks them, though. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what her point is of like hiding. At yeah. This point. I mean, she has everything taken over. All basically. they need is a couple hundred students to come to where they're at. Yeah. She knows where they're at. Oh, and there's a big football game that night too, which is how they're going to spread it to other towns. Right. Um, and that they're they're wanting to stop it before that happens or whatever. It's pretty clever though. It is. Like, um, like let's say it takes a week to take over the whole town, mm-hmm. but you have a football game on Friday with another town. Then that football team goes back. And you do the same thing on that town. Yep. And then it just kind of multiplies. Yeah, it just goes until throughout every... the, the football season. Yep. Um, well, and, the, and well, the, with how fast the school got taken over, I feel like they could have the whole country and right. in, in, taken over in like right. a week or two. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't take very long. No. Um. So they end up going to um, Josh's house or his parents' house, but they're never home. They're like rich pricks who are always out doing vacation and stuff like that. Because he says they're in Europe or whatever. Uh, yeah, when the girls taunt, the teacher. Yeah. When she turns, she starts taunting, like, where are your parents now? Like Aruba or yeah. Paris or, yeah. Well, they mention it there, too, because one of, the, one of the, 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 the gang asks, like, oh, where are your parents at? And he says Europe or somewhere. And so they go to, like, his, he has, like, a little back shed, which is, like, where he makes his drugs and other things. And he's got, like, his little test mouse. Um, and they have... They have one of the, the, the larvae, and he cuts just a little bit of it off, puts it in the mouse cage, puts a little bit of water on it to, like, make it come alive, and then it, it infects the mouse right away. Right. Because I think they were just testing it just to see if that's really how it happens or whatever. I forget what they did with the mouse after that. He kills it. He snaps its neck. Okay. He, he reaches it. You don't see it, but he reaches in and you can hear it. It seems like they could have like tested their cure or something on it or something. Yeah, That's well, where I thought they were going to go with. Yeah, well, they did. Well, they're, they're, the only cure they came up with is killing the queen. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't. But um, so they're, they're all like, oh, God, you know, any of us can be infected. And this is where this, the, the blood test scene from the thing right. really like pops, you know. And they find out, you know, the, they found out the only way to tell is um, each one of them has to take the drug. Right. And at first they're all refusing. They're like, I don't want to take it. You know, a lot of them are like, I'm not going to put that crap up my nose, you know. Right. And he's all like, if you don't, I'm going to shoot you. And Because he, he has a gun. <laughs> yeah. He has a revolver that was just hanging out. Yeah. And so, like Smith and Wesson so, Saturday Night Special or something yeah, like that, like a thirty-eight snub nose or something yeah. like that. Maybe even smaller caliber might have been a three eighty. Um, it was a pretty small revolver. Um, but um, Elijah Wood's the first one to go, and he snorts it, and like a few minutes goes by, and he just starts laughing, right, and saying dumb stuff. Because this drug's supposed to make you goofy, give you a high, yeah, yeah. And and then um, after that is the quarterback, but he puts up a big fight to not take it. Or does Josh do it first and then he does it? I don't remember. I can't. But eventually everyone takes it except we're down. We're down to the last two, which is the Georgia girl and the cheerleader. Right. And then a car pulls up to the house. Um, and so both of them are refusing. The Georgia girl says she's allergic to something that's inside it. Right. Um, which is another, like, big red flag, which is, like, a big hint to, oh, she's probably either one of them, because you don't know if she's the queen at this point or anything, but, um, so you think, you know, you're like, oh, she's one of them. That's pretty obvious at this point. But it ends up being the cheerleader, because she snorts a little bit of it, and 
she starts getting because you see it you see it like you see oh, the yeah, things yeah, in her face okay. and stuff yeah you're right and she runs out of the house and gets in the car that takes off right um but the the Georgia girl was fine even though she says she's allergic she had no reaction or anything to right. it which is even more suspicious although we find out at the end she just closed off yeah her nose she closed her nostrils and off did like a and, sleight of hand and thing. then and then for some reason they made her finger like a part of her like parasite form to screw the cap off something yeah yeah and then it dumps out the bottom right um but nobody saw it you'd think there'd be you'd see no big pile of white white, powder in her lap (laughs) um but whatever exactly well they but then again she did it at the same time as her so maybe most of them were distracted on uh the cheerleader delilah is that her name something like that um and yeah, Delilah. So she goes with the uh, with the people, and they're like, "Oh, we got to hurry up because she knows our plan or whatever, what we're gonna try and do, and she's gonna like alert them or something like that." So they they lock and load, get all the rest of his drugs, which isn't very much at this point, right? Because the um, bugs figured it out. Yeah, and so they were trying to trying buy to all buy. the supply. Like, hey man, well, I'll buy whatever you got. Actually, I forgot. That's not true. He did have a lot. He had like that big fat container full. But when they get to the school and they, they convince the principal, the, principal the, the Georgia girl has it and she's wasting it on purpose. She dumps it all out. Yeah. yeah. And at first I think she's stupid, but yeah. because she's a queen, yeah, so. she's basically sacrificing the babies inside the uh, principal. Although hmm. I guess it doesn't kill the host. No. When you remove them. So. No, which we find out later on. Yeah. Um, so... So they get to the school. They lock themselves up in the gymnasium because there's just too many people. Well, they get the principal first, but then when they realize the principal wasn't the queen, they go, oh, maybe it's the coach because he was the first one acting weird. Right. So um, the jock is like, oh, you know, give me a pin. I will go try and, you know, distract them and then get them with it or whatever. But then that doesn't work. While he's surrounded by Yeah, because they know the plan already. Right. But yeah, so he runs out there and it starts raining and every time the lightning strikes, you see like the tentacles and like the worms inside the coach's face and stuff. Yeah. And he has like a really like demonish looking face. Uh-huh. Um, but or maybe that was just like more of like the alien face. I don't know, but it was really cool, but yeah. Um I think also later, um when the queen's chasing somebody through the locker room. Yeah, when she's in her human form, her you see that. Her yeah, shadow has tentacles and Yeah, stuff. the shadows. shadows cool. Yeah, the shadows are still the, the, cool the her, her alien form. Yeah. Um, so they're inside waiting for the jock to come back. So he comes back. He's all like, oh, they're, they're right behind me. You got to let me in. And they're like, hold on. You got to take it before we let you in. And it's their last one, apparently, right. on them. And... So he's like, oh, I'll take it when I get inside. They're like, no, you're going to take it now. So they give it to him, and he dumps it out. He kind of smiles. He, yeah, well, he, he, at first he goes like like he's going to take it. He gets it really close to his nose. Then he smiles, and then he dumps it out. And then he's all like, this is where it gets interesting because he's all like, um, you know, I don't know why you guys are fighting. You know, this there's no fear. Everything's great. Right. Stuff like that. Um, no more diseases or something like that. Stuff like that. And, um, they, I guess they, they run away from the door or something like that. Something. Um, and then, um. I think they're still in the gym, though. 
Yeah, they're still in the gym, but they run away from, like, the main doors. Oh, because I think everybody else eventually started showing up, too, right? Like, the other football yeah. players and stuff. And so... And gems usually have, like, five or six episodes. Yeah. That's okay. And Josh is all like, oh, um, I think I have more in my car. Oh, that's right. And so him and Elijah Wood go to, to his car, but, like, they get surrounded because they're always one step ahead of them or whatever. Right. And so Elijah Wood ends up being the distraction, and it's like the whole football team's chasing him through the buses and stuff like that. And he's doing really good until he gets into a bus, and then Delilah's in there, where he's like, oh, no, I like you, you know. And she's all like, be one of us or whatever. And Josh is um, at his car, but then the teacher, Jean Grey. Yeah, M.K. Jansen or whatever he um, is. Yeah. Jean Grey is there, and she's – I mean, they already hinted at her earlier being infected, but – um. You know, she's trying to, like, pretend seduce him and stuff like that. She's like, he's joking with her, like, oh, are you back for the X-Lax? And she's all like, no, I want something cherry-flavored. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, hold on, I got it in my car. And then he, like, dives in his car and, like, locks the doors. And she just busts through the window. <laughs> yeah. And so I can't remember the line she says, but she says something, something. And then um, he's driving his car, trying to get her out. And then he crashes the car, right? And he crashes the car, yeah, he, and it he, sends her flying he, out the windshield. He buckles a seatbelt, and yeah. then he hits something. And she flies out. Her head gets cut off. Yeah. And then it's another, not as big of a reference, but it's, a ref, I think, another reference to the spider head and the thing. It's, like, crawling around, and then the body's, like, trying to, like, find the head yeah. in the background and stuff. And so he grabs, like, three or four more pins or however many he had in his car, and he gets back to the gym. But while that was happening, the queen has revealed herself to goth lesbian girl. Okay. And she's been chasing her in the gym, and then they get back in, and... Um, they're trying to get her, but she's, you know, she's huge. She's gigantic when she's in her alien right. form. Um, she ends up knocking out Josh because she's trying to convince Josh that, um, the goth girl was the queen, but like she's naked cause her clothes ripped off when she turned into the, uh, right. queen form. And Josh goes, well, why are you naked? And she realizes <laughs> it and she's like, well, you don't like my body. I'm from Georgia. And then I think she bitch slaps him or something like that. Knocks his ass out. Yeah. Um, which then she's able to infect Goth Girl. I think she's already infected at that point. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Because then think he turns around and she like tries to grab. Okay. Him or something. Because then Casey shows up and or there Casey's already there. I can't remember what it is, but she yeah. Then she reveals that she's been infected because she tries to shoot the larva at Casey or right. whatever it was and misses and now. Casey and the queen are having like a little standoff. And then this is the scene you were just talking about. He's like hiding by the lockers and she's walking in her human form, but the shadows is the alien form. You see like the yeah. tentacles and stuff swerving around everywhere. And she's all like, you know, just talking about like, Oh, you know, I'm going to get you eventually and stuff like that. Um, and then he gets her to the bleachers. Yeah, so he g eventually gets her to change back into her queen form, and he runs back out to the ba the basketball um, basketball court, and she he's going through the bleachers, and she's trying to follow him. But he pushes a button to make yeah, him retract. Yeah, to retract. So they're which close. isn't covered or anything. He's just no. sitting there. Yeah, it seems really dangerous. And so he gets out, and she gets stuck, and he stabs her a few times. With the drugs. With the drugs, because yeah. I don't think one would be enough for her. Because Josh huge. gave him the last couple, yeah, like, yeah. tossed into him or something. Yeah. Um, so he stabbed her with them, and then she dies. Yeah. It's a very anticlimactic death, though. 
Kind of. She kind of just shrivels up, turns gray, and then disappears. It's kind of like aliens. Yeah, kind of. Um, I mean, instead of a forklift suit, it's um, the bleachers. And then instead of just opening an airlock and the thing gets sucked out, like... She gets stuck in the bleachers, yeah. yeah. And um, that... They were right. Kill the queen, everyone else goes back to normal right. and then it says i think it's like one month later everyone's all happy and i think jean gray might be dead though no they show her oh she, they do? she's remember because josh is on the football team now and she's in the bleachers watching okay. them play they're hanging out like they like got together and because john's oh that's right yeah that's right um that's okay he's 19 and he might be graduated at that point i don't know why you'd be on the football team Oh, okay. He's still in high school. <laughs> He's still in high school. Oh, yeah. Um, ben Wilder, senior. Right. Year part yeah. Three. Um, yeah. Goth girl and Jack boy become a thing because um, John Stewart's still missing an eye. Yeah, they fingers. show they show John Stewart. He has an eye patch and his fingers are all. But he's like he's like giving a thumbs up, but like all of his fingers are cut off. Yeah. But he's got like a bandage on his thumb or his hand. But I guess um, Femke her head stitched it back together. Yeah, I'm assuming well she, I'm, I'm assuming she got that head back on before they killed the queen. Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, I don't think she would be alive. No. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Delilah and Casey are a couple, and he's on like the cover of all of these big magazines for discovering it was an alien invasion or whatever right. it was. Um, and the school newspaper. Yeah, and the school. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the final one they throw like, down is the school time, newspaper. Yeah, life, yeah. Um, Newsweek, <laughs> and then it was like Ohio something Ohio or whatever. High school yeah. reporter or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and then they're all like, oh, they say, I can't remember what they say. They say, say something cheesy and they get ready to walk off. But then I think the, the bullies grab him again and go to like hit his nuts on the pole. Oh, like they they, somebody oh else. did they grab somebody else? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was but him again. But they're still again. back up to their Yeah. Hygiene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Showing, like showing everything's back, back to normal. To normal. Yeah. yeah. Except he's got a girlfriend now. So he's. Yeah. Left alone because he's cool. Yeah, he's cool now. Dating like supposed she's supposed to be. I think the hottest girl in the school or something, something like that. Like that. Uh, oh, and goth girl's no longer goth. She's wearing normal clothes right, and no longer wearing black out. eyeliner and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, it's a really good movie. Really good. Uh, I really like it. Um, if there's one thing Robert Rodriguez does good, it's definitely horror. Yeah. Um, another horror movie he made. Uh, a while ago it was actually really cool it was so it was a collab with quentin tarantino they both really love grindhousey movies from like right. the 70s and so they i think it was 2006 or 2007 i can't remember what year they did their own grindhouse they both made like a really like cheesy movie right. um both of them made fake trailers. They got a bunch of other big name directors to make fake trailers, and uh, it was a double feature. And I went and saw it in the movies. Um, started at midnight, got out of the theater about six a.m. <laughs> it was right. a long time, but it was really cool. Uh, Robert Rodriguez did a Planet Terror movie where they were like zombies, kind of, because this was right around when like the zombie height was. Is that the girl with the machine gun for a little? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's her name? She's like the the woke she's warrior. Yeah, because she's no longer a leftist. She, she turned out she was one of the uh, Me Too people. Yeah, Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. That's yeah. her name. Yeah, she didn't she she Me Too'd um, Hard, Har, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein yeah. and I think um, 
Somebody else. Marilyn Manson. Not Kevin Spacey, though, or she'd no. be dead. Yeah. So. No, I think it was Marilyn Manson. Because <laughs> then some other girl came out and yeah. talked about Marilyn Manson being an abuser, too, or something. Yeah. That was a reference to, like, four people who've killed themselves after yeah. accusing Kevin Co- or Spacey. Yeah, Spacey. Is... Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. A lot of people killing themselves when they reveal the truth about these people. Yeah. Um, and uh that's what hillary clinton's been doing the last five years i guess yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um but they did that did i say that out loud <laughs> yeah it's fine uh okay. and um it's the truth but uh so so he made planet terror which is basically about a stripper who gets her leg bit so they cut it off and then they oh, replace right. it then they replace it with the m16 with an attached grenade launcher and she yeah. can somehow shoot the gun through her i mean it, it's stupid but it's fun it's a fun it movie stupid, but it's fun yeah um and then it, it continuing and on death with proof was death proof was tarantino that's the one with the car the car with kurt russell he's like serial killer yeah okay. uh it's it's a very rough start but once the car chase stuff starts happening it's a really okay. fun time um, but it just takes a while because the first like 45 minutes, they're just in that bar and it's the most boring dialogue and it's, you know, the foot fetish master. So he's just yeah. showing girls feet on tables or when, <laughs> when they're in the car, yeah. they're on the dashboard and all that stuff. Yeah, hang out um, the window. Yeah. Yep. Rose McGowan's actually in both movies. She dies in that one though. Okay. She's like a famous porn star or something uh, in the second one or actor I, I or something. It, yeah. But... Um, but now we're going to talk about another Robert Rodriguez movie. This came out the year after Faculty. Yeah, well, so, it came out the bef- Faculty. Came out before the Faculty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you're getting it mixed Death up with the sequel. Came out a year after. Yeah, so Death from- Dawn came out two years before Faculty. Yeah, so if the fa- yeah. uh, so we're going to talk about uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Um, just going to say this before we talk about it. If you've never seen the movie, please please stop listening. Go watch it. And then come back and listen because the twist in this movie is great and I don't want it ruined for you. Yeah. Because you're not going to see it coming. You're not. No. There's no way you're going to see it coming. And this is a fair warning. Also, both of these movies are on HBO Max with Peacemaker. Subscribe. Watch them. It's worth it. It's at least for one month. It's worth it's worth the fifteen or the bucks. Or seven day trial or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're probably they're probably doing trials again now that the the Matrix Regurgitations is off of there. Right. And they're not doing theater and HBO Max releases again, sadly. But um, so yeah, we'll get into from dusk till dawn. Yeah. So this is um, what did we agree on? Was this like right before George Clooney got like? Super famous. Um, I think so. It, I, I feel like he was already famous. You think so? I wonder if this movie was filmed like a couple years before. I feel like he was on ER for a few years before this. Okay. Um, but yeah, this movie was written by uh, Robert Kurtzman. Kurtzman, yeah, not Kirkman, yeah, not he's Walking He's a big Dead. special effects guy. He's done, I mean, I could sit here and list all his movies that he's worked on. But everything from like the eighties to the two thousands, like yeah. some of the Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, like the first Tremors movie. I think he even did some stuff on this movie yeah. too, right? Him and Tom Savini. Yeah, yeah. And Tom Savini's in this movie too. Sex Machine. Yeah. Yep. But um, yeah, you just keep going on his list, and it's like Phantasm, this, and yeah, just about any Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. um, Evil Dead Two, like just about any franchise of horror movies. This guy's worked on it, and, and he, he wrote, wrote this movie. 
It's a great him. I think he wrote the story. Yeah, and then, and then Tarantino Tar- did the screenplay. screenplay. But I'm sure Tarantino helped write the script too, because there's yeah. a lot of Tarantino in this movie. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. A lot. Um, and you know, I, I love Tarantino as a director, but he's not the best actor. And giving him such a big role in this movie, I feel like was kind of a mistake. Yeah. Um, I mean, not not every scene, but there's certain scenes where it was just like it was kind of cringy with his acting. But at the same time, it's a it's a B it's a B horror movie. Um, but the basically the movie opens up with um, a Texas Ranger. I think he was a Texas Ranger. Um, I think so. Yeah, because they they, the they, they're in Texas, I believe, right? Yeah. But it, it's funny because, um, like I was telling you when we saw the movie, there's, um, the, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays the Texas Ranger, he also plays the same role in uh, Planet Terror. Right. You were uh, telling me that. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the Ranger, even though he dies in this movie. Uh, the way they said it was it's like an alternate universe or whatever, or something, you know, because that, you know, Marvel made that the big thing nowadays or whoever it was. Um, every, everything has to have multiverses. That's it, multiverses. Yeah. Um, and so... It opens up with him going to a liquor store, gas station, hole in the wall place, and he's talking to the the hillbilly who's behind the counter, and they're they're sitting there bsing for a while, and he's like, "I got to go use the bathroom," so he goes to the bathroom, and this is when we're introduced to the Gecko Brothers, right? Which is um, Tarantino, Tarantino, and George Clooney, right? Um, George Clooney's the ringleader. He's like the 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 guy um, who's in charge and stuff like that. And he walks up to the guy at the counter. He's all like, "What the heck was that? You know, um, are you trying to get us caught?" And the guy's like, "What do you mean? This is how we always talk." Like these guys are just finding any reason they can to kill him when the sheriff leaves. Right. And because um, Tarantino's full on psychopath. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't know that quite yet. I mean, they hint at it because he's all like, "I saw him. He was giving hints. He scratched." Yeah, and, he's all like, and then he said, help me, but yeah, but then he, the guy's well, like, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't and say help, well, that, that's coming up. Yeah. Um. So so the, they hear the toilet flush, and they go back to their hiding spots inside the, oh, the right. bar, and the, the, he comes back out, they're talking, they literally only talk for like maybe 20 seconds, and then Tarantino just pulls the gun, shoots shoots the de- um, the Texas Ranger right in the head, killing him right there. Right. And then that's when he goes, I saw him lip help me, you know. And then he's like, you did that? He's like, no, I didn't do that. So then he shoots him. He sh- they, they shoot him in. They shoot the clerk guy in the shoulder. I think it was Tarantino, right, who shoots him? I think so. And so he hits the ground. And then he George gun out of a safe. Yeah, George Clooney freaks out. I was like, "What the f- are you doing? You know, you yeah. you were not. You know, we're we're thieves. We're not murderers." And uh, and the, the, they had two hostages, which they ran out as soon as that chaos. happened. Yeah. yeah. And then um, then the clerk gets up, and yeah, he pulls a revolver out of a safe or whatever. I think he, he yeah he shoots um Tarantino in the hand. Yeah. And then a big shootout happens, and they're all like, well, you messed up, because now you're about to die, or whatever. And, right. Um, George Clooney finds lighter fluid and toilet paper. Yeah. And he soaks the roll of toilet paper. He does a Fonzie thing to knock the lighter fluid off yeah. the top shelf onto the ground. And then he catches it yeah. and puts it on there. And then Tarantino... So there's a bunch of hard alcohol um, it's called Benny's behind the Liquor counter. Paradise or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and so uh, Tarantino shoots all of it, covering the clerk in alcohol. Right. And they throw the flaming toilet paper at him. We should test this him. and see if we spill whiskey on the ground, if we could throw flaming toilet paper on it and see if it catches on fire. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So that um, won't waste any whiskey, so. <laughs> and um, 
So he ca- so they catch him on fire and he burns and then they're. Th- I like I love this scene. It, it this is not how a building would actually happen if it caught on fire, but right. it's just great. They're walking out arguing with each other and just flames shoot out the side of the building. Yeah, and then a big ass explosion happens out in front of the door and then the building collapses. Right. <laughs> And they get in their car and they drive off. Um, they make it to a motel. It would have been better if it was called the Liquor and Fireworks Emporium or, or something. something like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still funny just to see that happen. Yeah. Um, they, they make it to a motel. Turns out they have another hostage in the trunk, which I believe is a bank teller. She's from the bank, right? Yeah. So yeah. what's interesting about that, so Robert Rodriguez ended up making it from Dusk Till I'm just doing a side note real fast. From Dusk Till Dawn TV show. Right. Which is on Netflix, and the first season is a like a more mature re-imaging of the first movie, and they go more into detail on that bank robbery okay. um, and stuff like that. Um, I would recommend watching the first season, but that's it. Like just 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 stop after that because season two and three were not that great. Um, but so they they get to the motel. George Clooney goes goes into the the front desk, and this old angry man comes out. What the hell do you want? Because he's ringing the bell, <laughs> the bell for service yeah. like over and over. Again. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. Like, what the hell do you want? He's like, what do you think I want? I want a room. <laughs> he's like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they give him a room. They bring the hostage in there. Um, George Clooney's like, I'm gonna go get food, and he's all like, Quentin Tarantino, no feet stuff, and. Quit being the psycho, right? And and he's like, "Come sit with me, yeah, and watch so, TV, and so, take your shoes off." So and- George Clooney leaves. Um, Tarantino goes into the bedroom. Um, for some reason, this is a pretty big motel room. This is like a your average middle aged woman, like in her forties. Yeah, because this isn't like a hot nineteen no. year old. Which is who they change her into in the TV show. Okay. They turn her into like a pretty that's, pretty that's attractive. Because yeah. the two girls they have in the gas station are kind of hot. Yeah, I don't know where they're they younger from, for sure. Yeah, but they're definitely not there with their own will or whatever. Like and, this is yeah. And so, um, so Tarantino turns the TV on, and I think it's on the news at first, and it's talking about how many people they've murdered in their little yeah, spree. Yeah, so Kelly right? Preston's the the news reporter. Yeah. she's like. John Travolta's wife. Mm-hmm. She was like love interest in the first Top Gun movie, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think this is kind of a stab at the news media because she's just sitting there smiling yeah. while she talks about all these cops that were murdered. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, like it was terrible. Like, you know, it's like there's been like eight cops killed, like. And five Texas Rangers. Five, yeah, five Texas Rangers. And then, then, then I think they they bumped it up to like 11 civilians or something like that. And then someone else dies, and she's just so excited. And this yeah. bumps up his score to yeah. whatever. And, and then he changes it to cartoons. I think Looney Tunes or something. Something like and that. And he's like, you want to come sit on the bed? <laughs> and then she, you know, she's terrified, so of course she's going to listen right. to him. So she goes and sits down in the bed. And then George Clooney comes back with what else than Quentin Tarantino's Big Kahuna Big Kahuna Burger. Oh, that's right. Which is from Pulp Fiction. Right. Um, I think it's popped up a few other times. Yeah, I think so too. I just can't think of what movies right now. Um, same with, uh, was it like Big Big Apple or Red Apple Cigarettes? Oh, yeah. That's another. Those are in the Kill Bill. Yeah, stuff, think, Kill Bill. So. It's even in The Hateful Eight. And Tarantino. Yeah. And, I mean, not Tarantino. Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah, yeah. That shows up a lot. Um, and so I he goes. picturing Bruce Willis in my head, so. <laughs> Yeah, because he's in Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, he dies, right? Does he get killed in that movie? He's like a boxer, he's right? He's kind of the main character, really. He is, but he's not, you know? I think he gets away with the girl. Okay. And I think he takes the money because John Travolta is using his bathroom or something. Yeah. Because he sees the MAC-10 on the counter or whatever mm-hmm. it was. 
and shoots him when he comes out. Okay. Because it's out of sequence. Yeah, the movie's really out of sequence. Yeah. Like, you're, wait, John Travolta just died? Yeah. And then he's in the but next then he's, scene. But then he's back, yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, like, the movie ends on a happy ending, even though he's already dead. Right. Because <laughs> they shoot up Tim Roth and someone else in the diner. Right. That's how the movie ends or whatever. But that was the beginning? There's also the beginning of the movie, yeah. Yeah. It's confusing. I need to rewatch Pulp Fiction. I've only seen it once. I was drunk I and Bruce I didn't Willis like it. I think Bruce Willis gets the one guy out of the dungeon at the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. He's, Is it, he's like a boxer, right? Or something in that movie? Yeah, he was supposed to take a dive. Yeah, he was supposed to lose the fight on the purpose. Guy out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think he bet on himself. And so... So he made money. He made tons of a money. A ton of money. Because he was supposed to take a dive. Yeah, because everyone else was going. So the mob was betting against yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, George anyway. Clooney gets back to the ho- the motel room. And guess what? Old Quentin Tarantino murdered. Yep. <laughs> but I love the way this scene shot. It reminded me a lot of like The Shining because it had like the subliminal. Um, so for people who are non-movie nerds, um, there is 24 frames per second. Right. In film, and every I don't know what number it is, but every some odd frame there was a it was a frame from the the murder scene of the girl, like a flash of yeah, like a blood flash of blood on the but TV, you or you really see the body. No, was. you can't. If you're really good at being able to pause it, or I guess pause it, and then you can like scroll through it or whatever, and it'll yeah, on a computer or something, you can go yeah, frame by frame, you go frame by frame, and even I think you can even do that on a lot of like more modern like high end TVs Probably. and stuff. Um, and um just on streaming services it's gonna skip like 10 yeah seconds 10 seconds yeah. yeah and uh so it eventually is showing what what you're gonna see in the background when um when uh tarantino leaves the room which is he <laughs> butchered her butchered her and then suffocated her but with they don't a really pillow focus on it. it's kind of just in the background. no yeah it's, it's a little bit out of focus but yeah. it's just you just see the blood all over the bed and the body yeah. and um he took her clothes off because he's like a registered sex offender too. It turns out, right? Um, or was it pedophilia? I can't remember which one it was. It he's was just something a gross. Yeah. Um, and so George Clooney freaks out on him. Starts not, not just a rapist, but I mean, yeah, like, I get right. what you're saying. I mean, yeah. they say he's a sex offender, but I think he's because he rapes, rapes and yeah. murders people. So. And George Clooney freaks out on him. He's all like, what are you doing? I'm a thief. I only kill when I absolutely have to. Right. You've murdered so many people. Because it turns out most of those killings was from Tarantino and not right. George Clooney. Um, and George Clooney was in prison and his brother broke yeah, him out. Yeah, broke him out. Because they're, they're on a quest to get... Um, to Mexico. Because they Mexico. have all his money. Yep. So. And um, they're like, well, now we got to find a, a, another way into Mexico... Because they got to get to El Rey. Yeah, and then that's when we're introduced <laughs> to our other protagonists of the movie. Right. Um, St. John Paul III. No, I don't remember the dad's name. The, he's um, ex-priest. No, um, no, that's the actor's name, right? Harvey Keitel? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, it's a dad and his daughter and his Asian son, who I'm assuming is adopted. He's not Japanese. He's Chinese. He's Chinese. They never say it, though, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, we don't need a family they, history. They, and you know, in all honesty, they might go into detail in the the um, the TV show. Okay. Because they focus, dude. Only the last like two episodes of the show is at the titty twister. The rest of the movie is just like going into like 
detail on like the story and stuff like that. Right. So you really get to know like the family, all that stuff, like in super big detail. And Robert Patrick actually plays the dad in the TV show. Okay. Who I believe Robert Patrick's the main character in the second from Dusk Till Dawn. I was, I don't remember seeing it. I have. I've seen. I've seen all three movies, and I feel like I might watch it because I wanted more lore about the Aztec te- and pyramid you, you or whatever, don't, and you don't get you don't it. Learn so I was like, anything. I'm out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're bad. The sequels are bad. The first one's the only one worth watching. Um, and so they're in a big giant RV. They're on their way. Are they? Were they on their way to Mexico? Or were they just traveling across the country? I don't know if they go into detail about that. And so they pull up to the same motel, and George Clooney walks out in front of him, forcing him to slam on the brakes. And he has a bottle of like bourbon or whiskey or something. And he's just he's just drinking it. Maybe it was beer, and he drinks it, staring at him. Then he walks back into his room. That and they stopped there anyway. They still went there anyways. I would have been like, hey, let's go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they get a room and all that, and then Tarantino knocks on the door. Oh, hi. And then he gives a stupid, you know he wrote this dialogue speech himself. It's just so dumb. Oh, my ice bucket in our room is uh, missing. Can we uh, use yours? Which is a pretty good play, though, I thought. It is a good play. It's just the I, way he did. If you de- go to a hotel room, that's a good way to get someone to turn around. It, it's just the way he delivered the dialogue. Is I just supposed to say no? Me. Yeah. That's such an easy request. Yeah. It's not like, can I have some of your towels or... And so the dad goes to grab the ice bucket, and he turns around, and Tarantino's got the gun on him, and then George Clooney punches him out of nowhere. Yeah. Or he goes, what What do you want? Or something, or says something, and then George Clooney's like, that's a punch, and then like punches him or something. And basically he's like, hey, you're going to drive us into Mexico, and when we get across the border, we're going to let you go, blah, blah, right. blah, stuff like that. You know, he said, as long as everything goes to plan. Right. And... Um, at first, he was going to refuse. Yeah. But then they, they pulled the gun on the kids, or the son, and then the daughter was at the pool, and she comes back, and then she like comes in. Then yeah. Tarantino's like sex offender mode activates, and yeah. staring at her feet, and then he's imagining that she said, will you eat my pussy? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. No okay. problem. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's all staring. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? So they get in the RV. They're on their way to Mexico. George Clooney's asking 21 questions to the dad as yeah. Tarantino's in the background still oogling over the girl. Right. And then George Clooney sees it and goes, you leave them alone or I'm going to kill you or something like that. Something like that. And basically you find out that the dad is an ex-priest who's still religious but not as religious as he used to be. Very similar to Mel Gibson in Signs. Right, yeah. Where his wife dies and he gives up being a priest. Yeah, oh my... It's, so, it's almost exactly the same thing. So M. Night Shyamalan stole that from, exactly. from Dust Till Dawn, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the wife gets in a car accident, she's stuck in the accident, and by the time they get in her signs. out, she died. No, in both movies. Oh, oh that's it right, it was the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, right. it was she the exact it same thing. She six hours to die or Yeah. Whatever. I think wow. in I think in signs he changes the time a little bit. I think it's more like but eight or ten hours. But she was still there a while, yeah. and they like bring out the husband. And yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. And um, he asks another question, and that's when he draws. That's when the dad draws line. He goes, "I think I've been as personal as I'm going to get with you." And then George Clooney goes, "Oh, I don't give a crap about you." Blah blah blah. And it's just like, then why are you asking these questions? Yeah. You know. The, the, that's another thing. George Clooney's acting in this movie was hit or miss. It I was think either this was his first movie. Was it? I think you're right. Okay. 
I could have swore he was on ER. Didn't he do? Didn't he? He, he did like a really crappy movie from the eighties, didn't he? Oh, that's he? right. Um, Return to Horror. Yeah, Ryan. I mean, I think I made you watch that. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's another one too, but they didn't release it until last year. Grizzly Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and some other He's big also names in, in it. Um, there was a third bad horror movie he was mm-hmm. in. But yeah, I was gonna say this. Was, I want to say this was like one of the first few movies he was in. Like he didn't join ER. I mean, he joined ER like probably like right after I think this, this or first something. Big movie, yeah, I should. Say. Um, yeah, Grizzly 2. Um, <laughs> oh, he was in Spy Kids also. That's funny. I'm not surprised. I haven't seen the Spy Kids. So, so is Danny Trejo. He, yeah, he's, he's in, the uncle. As Machete. He's Uncle Machete. Yeah. In those movies, which is they, another movie Robert Rodriguez directed, which actually started out as, as a, a fake tra- trailer, trailer from the yeah. Grindhouse movies. Yeah, um... What's it called? Return of Killer Tomatoes. That's the other one. Oh, that's right. That he's in. The, yeah, the, he's those. in love with the plant girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so. And they love that because you go see the box art now on like Return of Killer Tomatoes, and it's like George Clooney. Clooney yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll use any Same big as name. Return to Horror High, even though he's kind of a manager well, character that dies right away. After watching the Tony or Hack the Movies um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode, I found out that the one that Matthew McConaughey's and they weren't even going to release it, but the Matthew McConaughey blew up. Right. And then they put it out because he's in the movie, and I didn't know that he also does the all right, all right, all right line in oh, that's that movie. Funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was just like, no way. He said it in two movies. Oh my god. That's like Rubber Face with Jim Carrey or. Um... What's the cruise ship movie with Adam Sandler? Like Overboard or Sideways or... There's, I didn't even know that. This is early a... in his career. Really? Like he just played this goofy guy with... Oh, was that like one of his first movies? Yeah. Like like around like the, same the same time thing. as like, like Airheads or whatever? It would have never been released basically. And then but, he made it he, big and they're yeah. like, oh, we oh, got an Adam Sandler, Sandler movie, movie in the yeah. vault. This is great. I've never <laughs> seen that one. So I'm, I'm sure tons of people bought that movie thinking, oh my gosh, this is the next... This is like at the peak of like Happy Mass and all that Okay, stuff. yeah. So I'm sure thousands and thousands of people bought that movie. Like, oh my gosh, another oh. Happy Madison movie. And, and then, then it was just terrible, low-budget yeah. garbage. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. <laughs> I've never even heard of it before, to be honest. No. Um, maybe maybe watch it's it. Like on Deck or um, something like that. It makes sense, because it's definitely not Overboard. That's Kurt Russell and um, yeah. Goldie Hawn. Um, and so they finally make it to the border in the RV. Are we back on track now, or is there some yeah. more stuff? So? Okay. And... Uh, they're, they're the um, they get to the border. The border patrol are um, searching the vehicles, and there are a few vehicles behind. And so, um, because Tarantino can't shut the f up. Well, we're not there quite yet. Okay. Um. So George Clooney's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take your daughter and my brother, and we're gonna hide in the bathroom. So it's just you and your son. Don't mess this up." And so, uh, good old Cheech Martin. Yeah. One of three different characters he plays in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause, cause I don't remember the beginning of this movie very well. Mm-hmm. I think I always seem to turn it on right before they get to the, the Teddy twist. Okay. So like just a little bit after this scene. So he shows up and I'm like, wait a minute. He's yeah. Like, you even go, yeah. You even go, wait, I thought he was at, and I was like, Oh, he plays three different characters in yeah. this movie. Um, and so, you know, he gets to the door, you know, why, why are you going to Mexico? Who's there? He goes, Oh, it's just me and my daughter. And then Tarantino's freaking out over something. I don't remember what do you? Is some argument, something stupid. 
all like lying to him or something like that, right? And yeah. he's all like, hey, right now's not the time. Like, we'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about this. Let's border. get through this. And he's getting louder and louder. So finally, um, he just like backhands him so hard With it knocks gun. him out. Yeah. He pissed Wisdom in the face. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, but the border agent hears it. He hears it. He goes, what was that? And he's like, oh, that's just my daughter in the bathroom. And he's like, oh, I thought you said it was just you and your son. He goes, oh, no, my daughter's here too. And he goes, all right, I'm getting on board. So they're, they're, they're searching the truck with the, the drug dogs, all that stuff. And uh, Cheech Martin gets on board and gets to the bathroom, knocking on it. You know, open up, Border Patrol. She's all like, I'm using the bathroom. He's like, well, this, I'm Border Patrol. She's like, all right, open the door. And he opens the door, and she's pretending like she's going to the bathroom. Right. While the two brothers are in the, the in shower. shower. Yeah. Um, well, that's not how most RV showers work, but no, whatever. <laughs> no, we'll just go with it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he has – George Clooney has the, the pistol aimed at the daughter just in case she gives him up. Right. Instead of having it pointed at the Border Patrol. Um, and she's like, do you mind? I'm using the bathroom. But she just can't take his eyes no, off No, he's her. being way really pervy and creepy. Yeah. Like It's, like, uncomfortable. Like, even when he's closing the door, he's, just like, keeps, peeking in yeah. as much as he can. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost positive she's supposed to be like 17, 16 Something years like old. That, yeah. Like she's not supposed to be like a 19, 20 no. year old. And it's just gross. Um, and so they make it. They get across the border and they're getting excited. They're like, woo, woo. And um, we're almost to the point where this movie takes the twist. Yeah. So if you're still listening and you didn't take my advice, stop now and watch the movie, please. Right. Please. Right. All right. Now, with that said, uh, Tarantino wakes up and is like, what happened? He's all like, oh, you fell. <laughs> and he's all like, what happened to my glasses? Oh, you fell on your glasses. <laughs> I can't see without my glasses. And uh, they eventually make it to this bar in the middle of nowhere called the Titty Twister, mm-hmm. which has like a big sign. There's like a tornado and a girl with really big boobs. Like flames. Flame shoe now. Bikers all over the place. Truckers outside. And then we see Cheech Martin's number two character. And right. he gives, I'm just going to call it the pussy speech. Right. If you don't if you don't know what I'm saying, look it up. You'll, you'll get it. I'm not going to repeat it. And I couldn't figure out who he's giving the speech to. Were there really that many people there? You, there was, yeah. There was, a, there was like. Or was it just to Harry Keitel and his kids? I think it was to everybody. I think I think it was just to introduce the the bar and stuff like okay. that. But uh, yeah, no, there was there was there was a good amount of bikers that were pulling in. Okay. Um, so like the sex machine and I think sex machine was already inside at this okay. point. But it just because it didn't like show the bikers. It's just it was like the wide shot of the RV pulling in, and there was like ten bikers like circling the parking lot right. or whatever. Um, and yeah, he gives the speech, and then he says something else and gets creepy again. And so then they go inside, and it's just what are they strippers? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd say prostitutes. They're topless dancers. Yeah, lots uh, of them, just everywhere. Everywhere, like literally everywhere. Some on the table, some up on the rafters and stuff right. on the ceiling and all that. Yeah, there's a band playing some songs. Um, Danny Robert Trejo's Rodriguez the bartender. Is, the is one, he? He's one of the band members. Okay. I think that's a real band, too. Okay. It might even be his band. I remember reading, like, some IMDb trivia or something. Okay. So you got that open right now, right? Yeah. I want to say it, it It might be his band, and they might even be called El Rey or something like that. That, that wouldn't shock me at uh, all. Because he uses El Rey a lot in his movies. Yeah. Um, and they get into the bar, and it's just a bunch of, you know, nasty 
bikers, truck drivers, and they're all drinking and stuff. And then you see Tom Savini. And George Clooney is just so over the top. Oh, way over the top. Like, um, he walks up to the second Cheech character. Yeah. And just, just basically, punches he says, him. you're not allowed in here or something. Because they have a strict policy. Yeah. Like only truckers and bikers. Um, which you'll find out why later. Because um, he doesn't want the kids and, and the RV guy to come in. Yeah. But he just walks up and does he pistol whip him or punch him in the face? I or? think he pistol whips him. Pistol whips him or he just he punches him. Punches him a couple of times. Yeah. And then and, he hits the ground. And then Tarantino comes and kicks, like, him kicks him a couple of times. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. Another And then um, when they're in the bar, scene. he just walks up and throws some guy on the ground, takes his table. <laughs> yeah. Like you think everyone would kind of stand up and like, okay, gringo. Like, yeah. you're not going to be doing that in our bar. But. No, but no, they don't care because that's there's so many fights going on and Ter- Danny Trejo is just laughing at the big fights going on. And, um, and once they get the table, uh, he walks up to the bar, asks, um, asks uh, Trejo for a whiskey. And, whiskey. and then Danny Trejo pours a whiskey, but then he takes the shot. He goes, you're not allowed here, you know, bikers and truckers only, right. get out. And then the dad, the the Christian, a Christian, the Catholic dad, or whatever, because he he's was. like, I'm gonna stay, and then yeah, like, some bouncers come up or something. Yeah, and then he, I think he ends up. Oh, it was before. Okay, yeah, yeah, I forget. So it was right before so like things escalate, but not to the point of no, because like, the dad, the the priest dad interrupts right. and um, he goes, "You say this place is for truckers and bikers only. Well, I am a trucker. If you look outside, you'll see I'm driving that giant recreational vehicle." And you need a class two license, and he shows him the class two license, and then Danny Trejo's attitude completely changes, and is like, "Welcome to the Titty Twister. What can I get you?" I, th- I think he probably got a nod from the manager or something like that, yeah. whatever. And um, um, so the band's called uh, Tito and Tarantula. Okay, that's it, Tarantula. And yeah. it, it does feature Robert Rodriguez and an Oingo Boingo drummer. <laughs> Rodriguez has to be one of the guitar players, I, I think. think. So. Yeah, not the main he, guy with the no, not the singing. Guitar. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Well, it transforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, oh yeah. So he also goes, uh, "Do you guys serve food?" He goes, "The, the best in Mexico." <laughs> and then Trey, or uh, I'm getting everybody Clooney? mixed up. George Clooney goes, "Yeah, I really doubt yeah. that," because <laughs> <laughs> this place is just a disaster. Right. Very cool looking, but very gross. Um, and so they they get the bottle of whiskey, and he's asking everybody who wants a shot. Nobody wants to drink. He goes, "All right, fine, more for me." But then the daughter ends up taking a shot or two. Yeah. Um, and um, they talk for a little bit. Then then they then they show Tom Savini a sex machine, and then they show um. And he's got a little. He's got a whip. Yeah, he's got a whip. But and then someone comes up to try and start stuff with him, and he pulls out his pistol. He's got a cod his piece. Pistol with it pops up and has a pistol. Yeah, his penis pistol. Looks like two different drums with five, yeah. ten bullets. I don't know how they feed into the barrel. No, it's not possible. It's also from that's also from another uh, Rodriguez movie. I don't know if, if it El was El Mariachi had some stuff like that. Yeah, I think it was and El Mariachi. Desperado. Yeah, it's one of those two because Once Upon a Time in Mexico wasn't made yet at this point. Okay, that's like early two thousands. Um, I really like Desperado. I haven't seen any of those. I really need to watch those ones. Um, and uh, so he, um, someone tries to start stuff with Tom Savini, and he pulls out the the penis pistol, and the guy backs off, and it, you know it goes away. And then they show um, I don't remember his name, the big black dude. He's I know for a fact he was in a lot of like seventies over hundreds, yeah, like B movies, yeah, so many. Um, I I. 
was looking at the titles. I think the only one you might know of is the original Glorious Bastards. Oh, he was in the original one. Yeah, Fred Williamson. Yeah. Um, but um, you see this in Kill Bill and some of the other Tarantino movies and Rodriguez movies because they're both. I feel like I don't know how close they are in real life. It seems like they're oh, pretty they're good pretty friends. close. Yeah. But they both seem to really like like old martial arts movies yeah. from the seventies, um, like the black exploitation films. Um, that kind of like the drive-in theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did Grindhouse. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff they like. Yeah. So like in Kill Bill Volume One, um, he uses Pam Greer, who was in a bunch of these movies too. Yeah, that's right. She's in and the dude Jackie Brown that makes the sword, and she's also in uh, Ghost to Mars that runs the so- the sushi bar, but he's yeah. also the sword master and like cuts the baseball in half or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe she does. I forget. But anyway, he was a big Japanese star, like in all these um, action movies. In like the 60s or 70s so they really like using um actors from that kind of stuff yeah and joe dante does that too kind of uh, but more like classic black and white movies not so much like horror films mm-hmm. um, that's how i can remember his segment from the twilight zone movie because this is the one that's extremely looney tune right is it twilight zone or is it uh different are you talking about um, Joe Dante? Yeah, he does a segment. I think it's the Twilight Zone movie. It's the yeah, one. He it's the one with the girl who can control and like, like kill people or take them away because they're they're playing Looney Tunes on the TV. Okay, and yeah, stuff that's like definitely that. Yeah, thing. yeah. And it's just you know, like we talked about before, he really likes his colors vibrant. And I remember that that movie being very vibrant in color. But then at some point, I think it goes black and white. It might. Yeah. That's one of um, William Shatner. Yeah, at okay. the very beginning with the plane. With the gremlin on the plane. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was just a remake of a Twilight episode. Yeah, from a long time Twilight ago. Twilight episode from the 50s or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. But so they're at the bar and everything like that. Um, and then everyone like quiets down because um, Selma Hayek's character yeah. comes out. And she's like the babeliest babe of the mexican babes. she's a marquee dancer in yeah the club. yeah and like everyone's mesmerized by her especially she's got a big boa yeah the big the big her. boa constructor around her for a or little whatever bit it is. some snake yeah. yeah um and um she's you know doing she's you know using those hips moving them around getting everybody all like Whoa. um <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about and then tarantino is just like locked onto her just like and then she sees that and like walking across the tables to him and stuff like that and then there's some more foot stuff and uh, this got really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah um she literally like shoves her foot in his mouth tarantino has this movie on vhs like this scene's like all scratched and blurry because he's been rewinding like 15 <laughs> seconds and watching him over and over again because yeah she pours tequila down her leg yeah. and he's Drinks it off Drinking. her toes yeah but then she like shoves her whole foot but then in he's his got mouth. like all her toes in his yeah. mouth and you're just like I forgot about this scene. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's one thing, like, just to show, you know, what they that just her toes yeah. or whatever, but then just start sucking on him. It's just like, wow. It's like, yeah, like hardcore. Um, and then she kind of stops dancing or whatever because her time's up, and they're all talking. And then Cheech Martin's character walks in with the says, hey, those guys, you know, broke right. my nose and whatever, whatever. And they're like, ooh. And then, like, the big guy that they were going to start stuff with earlier is there. And uh, George Clooney's like, ah, screw it. Pulls out the gun, shoots the big guy right away because he knows that that guy's going to be impossible to take down. Right. Um, and then they they pull guns, too, or something. No, knives. 
pull a knife because he gets because Tarantino gets stabbed in the same hand that he got shot in. I kind of wanted to go through the hole that the bullet went through. <sighs> that would have been cool. Like right? if they just had a stiletto or something. Yeah. And so it didn't hurt him at all because just anyway, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It, it hit something. So it was a big knife. And then this is it. Final warning again. I know we're doing this, but I really, if you've never seen this movie and you're listening, stop right now and just go watch it. All right. Now that that's out of the way. Yeah. Selma Hayek's been, she's staring at his hand hard because it's oozing blood blood. and she's like sniffing the air and then she turns into like a snake vampire. Right. And she just tackles him or gets on his back and he's all like, well, you know, calling help from George Clooney. Yeah, he gets bit right away. Yeah, and she bites him in the neck and uh, she gets thrown off and they shoot her a couple times, I think, or something. And um, then they make it look like that he bled out, I think. I think so. But we all know I what's think George Clooney was holding him. And yeah. He died in his arms, Died basically. in his arms. Yeah. And so they let him go. And then that's when Sex Machine and... Um, What's his name? Frost. Fred, Fred Williamson. Frost. Is that his name? Yeah, though? Frost. Frost. Um, and um, you forgot to mention his Vietnam story. Are we there yet? I don't think we're there yet. Oh, that was after. That's the after. Reveal? Yeah. Okay, never mind. And so, like, all the girls start turning into vampires, and they're jumping on all the bikers, biting their necks, you know, Cheech sucking their turns blood. She turns into a vampire. The big guy the they shot turns into up. a big yeah. vampire, and they're all they all got like the goofy like expression going on. They look like um, the vampires from Buffy Vampires. Like yeah, a, TV a little show. bit. Yeah, or even the movie, honestly. Yeah, just the goofy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the, the face makeup and stuff. Yeah, for the time, I sure it was amazing, but. Nowadays, it looks kind of goofy. Yeah, well, because I feel like this movie was super low budget, too. Okay. I'm sure it didn't have a very big budget. Um, and so they're attacking the bar and, like, Frost and Sex Machine. They're they're killing the vampires. Like, Frost is just, Frost like, punching heads thing, off and um, stuff. Because the table oh, flips yeah. over. And there's four legs on the four table, legs right? on the table. So he picks up one vampire, right, throws it on to leg. the leg, and then he picks it up and throws it on their leg. I, I kept wish, hope, hoping he would just do, like, 12 of them, like, three <laughs> high on each leg. Right. Um but yeah, he's going nuts. Um, sex machines just killing the vampires yeah. left and right. Um, it's like they're both kind of waiting for something to happen. Happen, yeah. Like you almost feel like this turned into like a John Carpenter's vampires. Like they're part of the squad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they eventually end up killing all of um, the female vampires, and they're all like, "What's going on?" You know, they're talking and stuff. Like everything stops. Like they yeah. beat all the vampires somehow. Yeah. For right now. Um, so so this, this is what I really appreciate about this movie and even the faculty because they both sit down after they kill a monster or two. Mm-hmm. And in, in this case, it's probably, probably like 20 vampires. Something, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So the action kind of stops and they all kind of like are looking at each other and they're like, these are vampires, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, what do we know about vampires? <laughs> and Because um, the teenager girl she put the cross around neck in like trejo's mouth i think i think it was cheech martin's mouth was it cheech martin yeah because and his head uh, like explodes and... sex machine i think kills trejo okay but like you know they're staking them they're doing all this other stuff but yeah. other things aren't working like their severed heads are crawling around and stuff also sorry to interrupt you yeah this is a very young danny trejo who is very extremely young. ripped yeah. Like his, I don't even know what you call these, but those things were poking out so hard. His deltoids? Is that or, what it is? Um, yeah, the, the, neck, shoulder, the neck, neck thing. Muscles? Muscles, neck thing DJs. I don't know. John Cena would know what they are. Because so. <laughs> yeah, he works on them. But, um, <laughs> I think it's deltoids. I think you're right. 
But I hate it when, like, The Walking Dead, like, zombies don't exist in that universe until there's zombies yeah. in that universe. So nobody knows what they are. So mm-hmm. they call them walkers and all these different things. And nobody knows, like, you got to shoot them in the head. But this one, like, the Bram Stoker, Dracula, like, all the rules apply. Yeah. I don't see garlic anywhere, but, like, crosses work. Yeah. Like, sunlight works. Um, stakes work. Um, they can turn from bats to humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're so they're like, okay. And I love that George Clooney has that line where he's like, I don't believe in vampires, but I believe what my eyes saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just love how, like, they have a moment to catch their breath, and then they're like, okay, what do we know about vampires? And mm-hmm. they kind of go through, like, how are we going to kill them? And yeah. Then, then the dad's all like, are you just going to rely on movies? Yeah. <laughs> and not actual facts like, well, or whatever? Working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I love the sex machine. He's all like, well, silver, right? Something about silver? And then the the, the son's like, no, the no. Kids like, silver no. bullets is for werewolves. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I know silver bullets kill werewolves, but doesn't silver have something to do with vampires? And the daughter's like, well, does anybody have silver? everyone's like no and she's like then who cares yeah who cares it doesn't yeah. matter because <laughs> you see that in a lot of horror movies yeah like, they're like oh we gotta go melt down my silver earrings or something like silver bullet yeah yeah they found all the silver Even and... it, chapter one or the tv show the yeah TV that's right that's right yeah she melts down her earrings or something mm-hmm. makes slingshot bullets or something like that yeah um but yeah and the same thing happened in the faculty they're like okay these are aliens and like this is what hurts them Mm-hmm. And like, let's gear up for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I just I liked. And th- these aren't the only movies that that's ever happened in, but I hate horror movies where no one ever sits down and talks about yeah. this stuff. Like they just keep screaming and running. Truth. And they don't sit down and like, okay, this is really happening. Um, let's make some stakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated that. And then, the, but then they also realize they go, "Oh wait, they're vampires. They bit these people." And then the yeah. people that were bit start to get back up, turning into vampires. Right. And so they, well, they're they okay, not quite yet. They're 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 about to start killing them, or they're they're starting to stab them and stuff like that. And uh, the daughter is struggling to kill one guy, and then he like wakes up and turns, and then I think Sex Machine ends up killing them instead. Right, because they're basically staking everybody on the ground. Yeah. And this guy doesn't look like he turned. No, but then his eyes open when the yeah. dude like stabs him, and yeah, it's like it, it was. It's a really bad effect because he goes from looking normal, and then he like wakes up, and then he gets all the makeup and stuff like right away or yeah. whatever, and um, and so uh, so they're having another big battle and stuff like that. Um, they're they're killing them, and then um, well, the, the bats show up. And they're banging on the door. Yeah, they're banging on the door, but they're not inside yet. Right, so they retreat to like a back room or something. Not yet. That's after the bats get inside. Um, okay. They're they're killing off the zombies, and then um, Sex Machine gets bit without telling anybody. Okay. Because um, he puts his jacket back on, because he gets bit in his arm, oh, that's and right. then he puts his jacket back on to hide the bite. And they and they eventually kill everybody in the bar, and they're like, "Oh, what do we do now?" And then that's when. Um, they start like giving like background or whatever, and that's when Frost tells the Vietnam story. Right. And uh, you know, you, my whole squad was killed. Yeah, and he had to lay under a pile of dead bodies, bodies for of like his a day. Friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then while he's telling the story in the background, Sex Machine slowly turning into yeah. the vampire. It's almost Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, it's um, very comedic. His hand turns, like, so he's like, oh, like, like he covers his, his hand, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. And then like his claws grow on his hands, like ah. Oh, and then they grow on his hands, like oh, oh. <laughs> like tries the hands. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. And that then and then when um, Frost gets to like. 
the, the climax of his story, that's when Sex Machine just appears behind him and he's full vampire. Right. And then he bites him. And then he throws him. And he, he, or he goes, you bit me or something like that. Or he throws him off him or kicks him off him. And he gets back up. They're trying to fight him, but he's like way overpowered. And so they're getting their butts handed to him. And that's when um, Frost is all like, you bit me. And he's all, what are you going to do about it? And then he grabs him and throws him and he, they, they, he throws him and he hits the door and they're like, oh no! And they let all the other vampires and oh, okay. the bats and um, and and this is you know we've talked about it before. Where turning can take an hour, a day, or five right. minutes, and because the black guy turns within like yeah, ten seconds. Like, like well, yeah. So he throws. He he's still human when he throws sex machine at the door, and then when all the bats come in, he gets uh, the frost gets up and he's he. I don't know. He doesn't look like a vampire. He looks more just like a demon, but he's all turned. Right. At that point, you know, in a matter of like the three seconds, he threw him at the door and then got him. Yeah. And so the dad is, oh, the dad's behind the bar because that's where I think um, Tom Savini threw him. No. Yeah, because he got bit. He got bit by Tom Savini. Yeah. He got bit. That's right. Um, but instead of hiding it, he's like, I'm bit. Yeah. I'm well, going to do what I can well, before I die. We're basically. not there yet. We're almost there. I know. That's his attitude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's behind the but he counter. he makes a cross out of a baseball bat and a shotgun. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. We're, we're almost there. The, the other people retreat into that room. Right. And then they close the door or whatever, and they're like, oh, within the hour, they're going to be busting that door down, killing us or whatever. And then it focuses back on the dad because we thought, you know, we haven't seen him since he got thrown. So he his arm's all bloody. And then, yeah, he, so he finds the baseball bat. He finds a, a shotgun, but it's got like a weird handle on the it's grip. It's like the only possible way he could yeah. attach and, and a baseball so, bat So he puts, yeah. he puts the baseball bat through the grip, making a cross. Right. And there's, I don't, would you say 50 to 100 vampires in there? Yeah. Um, Probably close to 50. And... Because the daughter earlier said, well, you can just make a cross, or maybe the son. Yeah. Like, you make a cross, cross out, out of anything. anything. Yeah. You don't have to have, like, a forged cross. Yeah. And uh, I think they also said he could bless... Water. Holy did he ever, water. Did he ever do it? Yeah, he does it. Okay, they, they he's find, a priest, so he can yeah sanctify or whatever. So he makes the cross shotgun, and he's he's holding it up to him, and they're backing off. But then some of them get a little gutsy and try to go for him, so he shoots them with the shotgun. Right. And then he's pumping it with the, the bat. He makes it back into the room. Uh, he goes, I'm dead. You know, you yeah. can sit here and mourn me and wait for me to turn, or we can lock and load and go kill these SOBs, basically. This is a long conversation. It's yeah. like, you gotta swear you're gonna kill me when I first yeah. start to turn. And like, um, so like, they, they, they found they found the, the storage room where apparently they keep all the stuff from like the truckers and bikers. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's find some weapons. George Clooney makes some makeshift um, uh, cross. Um, Oh, what, what, the, 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 the jackhammer. Oh, he puts a giant stake. It's basically a table leg. Yeah. That he sharpened and puts inside a jackhammer, jackhammer. basically. Um, the Which sun. didn't seem like it'd be very effective, but it's kind of like a chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not really effective, but it's cool. Yeah, so. it's just ridiculous in the best kind of way possible. Um, the, the dad has a revolver. I think he has George Clooney's revolver, and then he just makes some crosses with a knife on yeah. the bullets. On the, on the tip of the bullets, bullets makes crosses. Um, the son finds a squirt gun and condoms, and the dad blesses water. I don't know if they show him blessing water. Maybe they do, because they found like a faucet or whatever, and that's how he's filling it up. Okay. And he might have blessed the faucet. He's got a super soaker. And then yeah, he's, he's got, got a super soaker full of holy water and condom. Yeah, it's kind of lost balloons. boyish a little bit. Yeah. Very, very lost. <laughs> and then the daughter finds a 
cross auto loader yeah, crossbow. Yeah, auto loader crossbow, <laughs> just intact and it's like pump action. Or yeah, something. it's like pump action, but then it reloads itself. Type it's, it's it, it, it doesn't matter. I'll this, have to look up see if it's real. Or I not, really, I'm not I, kind yeah, to, so. I don't think it's real, but it fits the movie. Why not? Yeah. So they lock and load, and then the dad gives a you know when I turn you're gonna have to kill me, and they both are like ooh, and he's all like I'll just kill myself right now and then, and they're like, okay okay we will we will yeah. So they go out there. It's just convenient. The vampires have a bunch of stuff that can kill vampires in the back <laughs> right, room. Yeah, but exactly. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> ah, who cares? It's better writing than the Book of Boba Fett. Better than a trailer full of VCRs or something. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so they get out, and it's kind of a standoff at first. The vampires are all like, oh, and then the, the, the uh, p- humans are all like, oh. And then finally George Clooney says, kill them all. And then they all start fighting each other. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, <laughs> evil dies tonight. And then Michael Myers shows up, murders everybody yeah. in the room. No, because he has a silver knife. No, <laughs> um, call. But back we don't know if silver, silver works or not. Exactly. You know, just and um, they're fighting them. At first, at first they kind of have the advantage. They're doing really well, but then they kind of start running low. Like George Clooney's jackhammer eventually stops working. Right. So he takes the stake out, and he's all trying to like kill him with the stake. Um, the dad turns right like it's cool it's a cool scene i like how it's done he's being surrounded by like four or five vampires they're like really close to him but then they smell him and then they back off because they know he's already because he's about to turn or whatever and um the son's all like dad and then the dad turns around he's probably the goofiest looking vampire out of all of them he's really over the top compared to everybody else jumps on the sun bites the sun then the sun finally throws a I think he throws a water balloon at him, which melts half of his face away. Oh, that's right. And then I think he uses a squirt gun to finish him off. Or that's, I think maybe the dad just kind of turns into goop. The vampires turn into green goop in this movie. The reason why it's green, not red, is so that they wouldn't get an X-rated. Get X-rated. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. A lot of movies do that. Yeah. Uh, or, or the disguise. Like, um, that's why uh, that Kill Bill scene turns to black and white. Right. With the 88s or Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. To hide all that blood. Um, and uh, so he kills him, but then the son just gets ramsacked by a bunch of vampires. They're jumping on him, biting him and stuff. Like tear his arms off yeah. and stuff or something. And he's all like, you got to kill me, Kate, to his sister. And she's like, I can't. But then she does anyways, and she shoots an arrow at him, and then he explodes. I that kind of so. confused me. Yeah. That was a little confusing. He just maybe straight up she, explodes. Maybe she put crosses on the tips of the arrows. Maybe explosive arrows. And, I don't and know. a dove, a peace dove. <laughs> a dove of peace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have my piece, dove of peace on my crossbow. So. So at this point, it's just down to the daughter and George Clooney. Everyone else is dead now. Right. Um, they're they're surrounded. They're they're um. They're in, like, light. There's, like, bullet holes and stuff. In the right, vampires. it's daytime now. Yeah, it's daytime. The sun came out. So the sun's out. coming through the holes in the wall. And, um... So it's kind of cool. It's like a, um... Almost like the scene in Entrapment with Kathleen Zeta-Jones or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, with the lasers. Where the, the vampires have to, like, crawl mm-hmm. under the beams of sunlight and stuff. To yeah. To try to get to the people. Because if they hit it... They're dead. Yeah. And, um... She, um... So like, let's make more holes in the wall. She she has a few bullets left, and George Clooney's like, you know, make more holes, shoot more. So they make some more to give him a little bit more cover. And then you hear knocking at the front door, which shouldn't be any knocking. Oh no, because I guess they cover. It looked like it was covered back up in a bunch of like they chairs and tables. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
Oh, the, the vampires probably did that because there was going to be sunlight soon. Yeah. So that that makes sense. Um, and and uh, trap all the bikers and stuff in there so they could eat it's, them. It's uh, Cheech Martin's third character. He's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Carlos. I'm, tra- I'm trying to meet my uh, my friend, Seth. Um, are you in here? And he's all like, did shoot mention, the door down. Did we mention the whole reason why they're going to this bar so he could meet this guy? Oh, no. Because he's going to take the money and launder yeah. it or something. And then he's going to go to El Rey, which yeah. is like, I don't know what El Rey is. I mean, you find out in the TV show what El Rey right. is, but in the movie, but it's But the whole reason why they're at this different. bar is because sometime between dusk till dawn. Dawn, yeah. Um, he's supposed to, to this Carlos up. guy is supposed to show up um, to meet him so they could do this transaction yeah. so he can get a bunch of money. And then, yeah, I, I don't know all the details, but... No, that's fine. You don't need to know yeah. all the details. That's what makes movies great. Um, yeah. And so they shoot the door down, exposing light, and then there's a giant disco ball hanging from the ceiling, which I don't think they ever show... I don't think so either. Uh, throughout but the sunlight the hits it. Yeah, it hits it, killing all the vampires. So it's like the Death Blossom from Last Starfighter, yeah. where it just <laughs> spins around and shoots everything. And they're all getting destroyed, blowing up green yeah. goo everywhere. They get out. Um, they're George Clooney and the daughter are just covered in blood. Yeah. Um, and like the daughter, you can just see like, she's like mentally like, or she's just reevaluating everything that just happened. You just see it in her face and she's just like stunned by it. Like her brother and dad are Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. And, um, then Cheech's third character, Carlos is all like, what was that? He goes, what the f- do you think it was? Vampires. You see how they exploded when the sunlight hit them? <laughs> yeah. He's all like, what? <laughs> and then they did the transact. Well, he goes, you know, be, you know, he's like, why, of all places, why did you pick this place? Oh, it's an interesting name. And they're open from dusk till dawn. Yeah. He's like, all, you got my brother killed. Because, because of you, you, you got my brother killed. You got her family killed. Because you were late. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they do the worst bargaining, bartering to lower the the because um, they have a conversation about this earlier about you don't deal with this guy yeah like he's gonna take thirty percent or whatever or give you thirty percent I forget which one I think he takes thirty percent to do the and money like longer. he's not gonna go down like yeah. don't even ask him because it's bad but he's yeah. like I want to give you eight percent or whatever I think he says fifteen he goes fifteen percent he goes. 28%. Yeah, he only then, goes down too. <laughs> and then George Clooney goes 20%. And then they both at the same time say 25 Yeah. And then they shake on it. Yeah. Haggling. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, then the daughter's like, hey, do you want some company? And she's all, he's all like, no, you don't want to come with me. You don't know what El Rey is. Here's like, let's say like 50 grand or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, he's like, here, take this, go home. And it's just like, how's she going to get back across the border? Yeah. <laughs> But she gets in the RV and drives off. Yeah. Kind of like the end of um, that movie, we the remake of the, uh, oh God, is the people who lived in the woods and they were like this old family from the 1700s that had been living out there forever and the teenagers go out there. Um, I don't think it's Hills Have Eyes. Maybe it was. Did that just come out last couple of years? Oh, no, no, no. Wrong turn. Wrong turn. I never saw the wrong turn. Okay, the end gets an RV and drives off. So remind me of that. Okay. I think they took it from this movie. Yeah, maybe. I don't know that. I never anyway, saw the wrong sorry. turn remake because I heard it was just really... You told me it was really stupid. It's kind of dumb. Well, the original's pretty stupid, too. But, yeah. I mean, at least the first one had cannibal rednecks. This yeah. remake was just cult members. They were just right-wing extremists living out in the woods. <laughs> They were super preppers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that's how the movie ends. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's good. I really enjoy From Dusk yeah. Till Dawn. I remember my dad 
calling me and he goes, have you heard of the movie From Dusk Till Dawn? I was like, yeah. He's all like, I didn't know there were vampires in it. (laughs) He's like, you know, they're going to Mexico. It feels like Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. It's a crime movie. They stole some money. They're on the run. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just a vampires vampires killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, everyone killing vampires. Yeah, it's it's great. It is great, and Robert Rodriguez has made a plenty of more great movies, but we just wanted to focus on those two. Yeah. Um, just because I don't know, we originally wanted to do this more around I think Halloween time. Yeah. But then stuff happened, and then I was like, oh hey, you know, you want to do it still? So that's why we're doing it now. Um, both movies are like I said, they're both on HBO Max. Um, I am assuming free trials have started again. Um. Right. You know, if you want to check them out, you know, start a free trial, watch them, or they're probably on Amazon. Or just you... pay 12, 15 bucks or whatever. Go buy them. No, just rent oh, right HBO now? Max yeah. for. Oh, yeah, month. yeah, for a month. Yeah, yeah. It's like 10 or 15 bucks. They, they got, they got, I think they have different plans. There's like, there's a plan that's cheaper, but they have ads, kind of like Hulu. Yeah, you're right. Um,. Like four dollars more, you can get ad free. Yeah, yeah. Just go. You know, it's cheap and it's worth it. There's so much stuff on HBO Max. It's honestly one of the few streaming apps that's worth the money. Yeah. On like Paramount Plus. No. <coughs> um. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. Is anything else you want to add? Nope. Oh, you got the Robert Rodriguez timeline written down. Yeah. Like he did the Desperado, El Monterachi. These. Those two were kind of like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. is kind of the same story, but okay. done a little bit better. Yeah. Because um, I know the first one doesn't have, um, what's his name in it? Antonio Banderas. Yeah, Antonio Banderas. And then he's in the second one. Yeah. And then he's also in... Uh, like he did what? a student film. I forget what it's called. But then he did El Marachi. Yeah, that was like his first movie. So it's like your typical first movie, like the first Halloween or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or what's that space movie? Um, John Carpenter. Oh, Dark Star? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to insult Robert Rodriguez and say this is his Dark Star, but I get what it's you're kind saying. of like his Dark Star. Yeah. Like it's, it's good, but when you get to Desperado, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. And the guy, and the El Marachi guy shows up at the end of Desperado. Okay. Like, because they both have, like, guitar cases full of guns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he did these movies, and then he did, like, all the Spy Kid movies and Shark Boy and... Yeah. And, uh, he had that little little stretch there where... I wonder if he had kids and decided to make kid movies for his kids or... Did he do... um? Oh my god, what's the movie that came out in like 2000? I think he did it because Elijah Wood's in it and he's a serial killer. What's that one called? I think you probably... Maniac? No, not Maniac. Uh, no, maybe he didn't direct it. Maybe he wrote it. He was... No, Sin City. Sin oh, City. Elijah Wood in it? Yeah. Okay, I thought he's, that was Bruce Willis and... Well, Bruce Willis is in it, too. Elijah okay. Wood's a serial killer. He's only in it for a little bit. Okay. Um, and he didn't direct Predators. I think he produced it. He produced or wrote it. it or something. He, I think he wrote and produced it. Because Rodriguez does a lot of... He's kind of like John Carpenter. He does a lot of writing. Yeah. He does directing. He produces. He writes scores sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he edits... Does like cinematography? Yeah, he he did he, for for from dusk till dawn. He he directed, edited, and um, shot it. Okay. Yeah. Save some money, probably. Yeah. You know, and then From Dust Till Dawn is an example where a director can do that. Army of the Dead by <laughs> Zack Snyder is an example who can't do that. Stretching himself out a little too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little too much. But um, yeah, I feel like for a while all he was doing is like either Spy Kids movies or Machete movies. Yeah. And Machete was in the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. But he's Uncle Machete. Yeah. 
He's still machete though. Yeah. So There's kind of two different extremes, like mm-hmm. this, like like pulpy B movie, lots of nudity and violence and gore, and then kids movies, shiitake mushroom jokes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and giant thumbs. Yeah, yeah, thumb people. Yeah, I mean, you know, and what? Antonio Banderas is in those. I think. Yeah, he's the dad. He's the dad. Yeah, with Melanie Griffith, I think she's the mom. Probably, I haven't seen any of okay. them in so long, but yeah. But like Tarantino, it's really cool to see someone that uses the same actors. Yeah, I love that. Like throughout his career, Tarantino, James Cameron's another director yeah. that does that. I just really like seeing that. I remember when we started watching. We never finished it, but we started The Abyss, and yeah, there was the I fell asleep. There was the scenes. I mean, I've seen it several times. Yeah, I just that one time I fell asleep. There so. was the scenes like I know Michael Bean's in the movie, and he's the bad guy with the mustache. But there's another actor that looks exactly like him, and I'm always like, oh, there's Michael Bean. I'm like, oh wait, no, that's not Michael Bean. That's Michael Bean. Yeah. And then there's a scene where they're like right next to each other. That's that's like when you have like three blonde girls in a movie and you're like, yeah. which one's which again? Or there's the movie like The Departed that has like Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. and all these people who kind of look alike. When those guys have facial hair, they look really similar. Yeah. Those two, so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. You don't know. Check out these movies. They're fun. Yeah, definitely check them out. Both recommend. Some um, great late 90s entertainment. Yeah, so. exactly. They're, you know, right right before things started getting really poopy with horror movies. Yeah. No one has fun anymore. No. And that's, both of these movies are a lot of fun. Yeah. They're not necessarily amazing. They're amazing in the way that they're fun and how ridiculous they are. Not as, well, the faculty is definitely more on like a technical level of being good. Would you, would you say Cooties is kind of a remake of the faculty, sort of? Ooh, I but never. In an elementary school versus a high school? Ah, I don't it's know. kind of similar? Kind of, as in they the. both have Elijah Wood? Yeah, both have Elijah Wood, but Cooties is zombies. Right. But then, they're both kind of like something happens and people start getting taken over. Yeah, I would say yeah, they're they're similar. Like in that Elijah aspect. Wood becomes a teacher in, yeah. in the same universe, and then this happens <laughs> to him at a school. That'd be funny if he goes, "Oh no, I had to deal with something like this yeah. when I, when I was in real, high school." Dual real wheel. Dual real real. Dual real wheel. Cooties is another good one. Maybe yeah. we should talk about Cooties sometime. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's streaming anywhere. You could probably rent it off Amazon for a few bucks. That's yeah. another fun. Movie that doesn't take That's a itself good seriously. Movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what we're doing yet for the next episode. I mean, we usually just wing it, and it's usually last minute decision. Yeah. I know you really want to do the King's Man. I don't know if it's still in theaters Kinda. at this. At this point, we should just wait till it's rent rentable yeah. on Amazon. I'm sure it'll happen in the next week. Or it'll so. probably be really within the next month for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than like, we're not going to go see Scream. No. Uh, I don't care enough for Scream and just hearing everything else about this movie. Yeah, I kind of want to see it, but not, so... I mean... I'll wait. To be honest with you, I don't know if I've ever seen a Scream movie all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, if I have, it was definitely the first one. But yeah, um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Okay. Later.